The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Fat Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, or in the French, Mardi Gras. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. Tuesday of the 8th week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. David of Wales, lived in the 6th century, the patron saint of Wales, perhaps the most famous of British saints. He became a priest engaged in missionary work, founded many monasteries, including his principal abbey in southwestern Wales. In about the year 550, David attended a synod where his eloquence impressed his fellow monks to such a degree that he was elected primate of the region. He ruled his diocese until he had reached a very old age. His last words to his monks and subjects were, Be joyful, brothers and sisters. Keep your faith and do the little things that you have seen and heard with me. St. David of Wales died in 589. St. David Pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for Christians facing new bioethical challenges. May they continue to defend the dignity of all human life with prayer and action. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Peter began to say to Jesus, Behold, we have given up everything and followed you. Jesus, when you hear Peter say this, with what tone was that statement made? Was it an expression of confidence? Like, we've given up everything and followed you. Look at us. Look at our self-giving. Aren't we so generous? Or, was it perhaps more a declaration of, of fear? Behold, we have given up, given up everything and followed you. Have we done the right thing? Or are we crazy? We know that in another version of this gospel, Peter says, Behold, we have given up everything and followed you. What is to become of us? And I think that's an important thing to add. Because Jesus, 
the apostles, they have followed you with all of their lives, with, with all of their future at stake, and they lack faith. And so they make this, this commitment to you, but they wonder, what is this all for? What is going to happen to us? And maybe we feel this way too in our journey with you, Jesus is this decision of ours to follow you closely, to give up everything to follow you. Is it worthwhile? What is to become of us? Are we mad? We know that this question or this statement of Peter comes on the tails of that encounter that you had, Jesus, with the rich young man. But we read in the Gospel of Mark that As Jesus was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And then we we know how the conversation ensues. You invite him, Lord, to live the Ten Commandments. He says he's already doing this. And then you say, you, you, you look at him, you love him, and you say to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell what you have, and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. At that saying, his countenance fell, and he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it will be for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of heaven. And perhaps, Lord, the disciples, upon hearing this, upon hearing you say this, they, they get frightened and they wonder, will we make it to heaven? Will we inherit the kingdom of God? They, in a sense, have given up all that they can to follow you, and yet, They ask, what will become of us? They see in the rich young man this sadness, this despondency. And at the same time, they feel this joy, this enthusiasm of being apostles. What contrast between the sadness of the rich young man and the joy of the apostles? Lord, behold, we have left everything and followed you. What joy that brings. Then Jesus says to them, Amen, I say to you, because they ask, what is to become of us? Jesus responds, Amen, I say to you, there is no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. Jesus, that's a big promise that you make to us. In a sense, you're saying, if you're willing to give up everything, all of that long list of wonderful things, if you're willing to give up everything to follow me, you will receive a hundred times more than all of that in this life and in the life to come, 
eternal happiness. And so we can ask that question, what is the hundredfold in this life? Well, really, it's nothing less than our courtship with you, Jesus. Our being in love with you. That we are so identified with you that we share your life. That is the hundredfold. To share in Jesus' life. And the apostles realize this. They say, we've given up everything and followed you. We're living with you. What more could we ask for? What more do we need? And as we pray with you, Jesus, help us to have the same conviction that it's worth sacrificing just about anything. To be with you, Lord, I will forsake, if necessary, spouse, children, mother, father, houses, land, future plans, my health, whatever it is that that's necessary whatever you ask of me jesus as long as i have you this is all that all the possession we'd say that we want there's a beautiful anecdote from the life of saint thomas aquinas one day in the 13th century when he was living a dominican friar named brother dominic who was sacristan he was there in the priory chapel in naples where saint thomas lived and while he was there, working in the sacristy, he observed St. Thomas Aquinas in prayer before the crucifix, bathed in tears. And this, this moved Brother Dominic, but it moved him especially when he heard the voice of Christ coming from the crucifix, calling out to Thomas Aquinas and telling him, You have written well of me, Thomas. What reward will you receive from me for your labor? And, of course, in this moment, Thomas Aquinas is, is being offered whatever he wants. Right? What reward would you like? Now, being a saintly man, he wouldn't ask for wealth or power, but perhaps, I don't know, inspiration for, to be able to argue against heretics. Perhaps that his work be received well in the church, that his work bring about the conversion of many souls, an increase in virtue. I mean, all of these things are holy things to ask for. But what is it that St. Thomas asks for in this moment? When you, Jesus, tell him, what reward will you receive from me for your labor? Thomas's response wasted no words. He says, Domine non nisite, which is Latin for Lord, nothing except you, right? Or nothing if not you, Lord. In other words, I'm happy to, I'm happy to have everything or nothing, just so long as whatever I have, I don't have it without you. We could say that the request is, Lord, only yourself. This is what the apostles are discovering as they follow you on the way, Lord. Peter asks that question, we have given up everything and followed you. What is to become of us? And you respond, Lord, that in doing so, you have the hundredfold in this life and happiness in the life to come.
So we can repeat with Thomas Aquinas, non nisi te, domine, nothing if not you, Lord. That's the only thing we ask for. Let's also pray for peace in the world. In these troubled times, it's important that we unite to people all over the world praying for peace. And with that, we unite in a special way to the Holy Father's petition for Ukraine. He's asked that everyone, the world over, live tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, as a day of prayer for peace through fasting. And so fasting, which strips us away of all sorts of attachments, can lead us to repeat that phrase, domine non nisiste, nothing except you, that our only possession be Jesus Christ, and that in that union with him, we ask for peace in the world. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, we'll begin our day of prayer next on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. May the Queen of Peace preserve the world from the madness of war. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, March 1st, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer now joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Come, let us worship the Lord, our mighty God. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now 
and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord Almighty God. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Lord, Lord my let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. O Lord, listen to my prayer, and let my cry for help reach you. Do not hide your face from me in the day of my distress. Turn your ear towards me, and answer me quickly when I call. For my days are vanishing like smoke. My bones burn away like a fire. My heart is withered like the grass. I forget to eat my bread. I cry with all my strength, and my skin clings to my bones. I have become like a pelican in the wilderness, like an owl in desolate places. I lie awake, and I moan like some lonely bird on a roof. All day long my foes revile me. Those who hate me use my name as a curse. The bread I eat is ashes. My drink is mingled with tears. In your anger, Lord, and your fury, you have lifted me up and thrown me down. My days are like a passing shadow, and I wither away like the grass. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. Be attentive, Lord, to the prayer of the helpless. But you, O Lord, will endure forever, and your name from age to age. You will arise and have mercy on Zion, for this is the time to have mercy. Yes, the the time appointed has come, for your servants love her very stones, are moved with pity even for her dust. The nations shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the earth's kings your glory, when the Lord shall build up Zion again and appear in all his glory. Then he will turn to the prayers of the helpless. He will not despise their prayers. Let this be written for ages to come, that a people yet unborn may praise the Lord. For the Lord leaned down from his sanctuary on high. He looked down from heaven to the earth, that he might hear the groans of the prisoners and free those condemned to die. The sons of your servants shall dwell untroubled, and their race shall endure for before you that the name of the Lord may be proclaimed in Zion and his praises in the heart of Jerusalem, when the peoples and kingdoms are gathered together to pay their homage to the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and will, and will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Be attentive, be attentive Lord, to, to the, the prayer of the helpless. You, O Lord, established the earth, 
and the heavens are the work of your hands. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. He has broken my strength in mid-course. He has shortened the days of my life. I say to God, Do not take me away before my days are complete, you whose days last from age to age. Long ago you founded the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you will remain. They will all wear out like a garment. You will change them like clothes that are changed. But you neither change nor have an end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you live in the hearts of your saints, and so have built up Zion. May you always show your greatness through their good works. You, O Lord, establish the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Listen, my people, to my teaching. Give ear to the words I speak. A reading from the book of Job. Job opened his mouth and cursed his day. Job spoke out and said, Perish the day on which I was born, the night when they said, The child is a boy. May that day be darkness, but not God above call for it, nor light shine upon it. May darkness and gloom claim it, clouds settle upon it, the blackness of night affright it. May obscurity seize that day, let it not occur among the days of the year, nor enter into the count of the months. May that night be barren, let no joyful outcry greet it. Let them curse it who curse the sea the appointed disturbers of Leviathan. May the stars of the twilight be darkened. May it look for daylight, but have none, nor gaze on the eyes of the dawn, because it kept not shut the doors of the womb to shield my eyes from trouble. Why did I not perish at birth? Come forth from the womb and expire? Or why was I not buried away like an untimely birth, like babes that have never seen the light? Wherefore did the knees receive me, or why did I suck at the breasts? For then I should have lain down and been tranquil. Had I slept, I should then have been at rest with kings and counselors of the earth who built where there are now ruins, or with princes who had gold and filled their houses with silver. There the wicked cease from troubling. There the weary are at rest. 
There the captives are at ease together, and hear not the voice of the slave driver. Small and great are there the same, and the servant is free from his master. Why is light given to the toilers, and life to the bitter in spirit? They wait for death, and it comes not. They search for it rather than for hidden treasures, rejoice in it exultingly, and they are glad when they reach the grave. Men whose path is hidden from them and whom God has hemmed in. For sighing comes more readily to me than food, and my groans well forth like water. And what I fear overtakes me, and what I shrink from comes upon me. I have no peace or ease. I have no rest, for trouble comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. My sighs have become my food, and my tears pour forth like flowing streams. Whatever I fear happens. Whatever I dread befalls me. And And trouble comes, O Lord. I am a man without help, and aid is beyond my reach. And And trouble comes, O Lord. A reading from the Confessions of St. Augustine, Bishop. Lord, you know me. Let me know you. Let me come to know you even as I am known. You are the strength of my soul. Enter it, and make it a place suitable for your dwelling, a possession without spot or blemish. This is my hope, and the reason I speak. In this hope I rejoice, when I rejoice rightly. As for the other things of this life, the less they deserve tears, the more likely will they be lamented. And the more they deserve tears, the less likely will men sorrow for them. For behold, you have loved the truth, because the one who does what is true enters into the light. I wish to do this truth before you alone, by praising you, and before a multitude of witnesses by writing of you. O Lord, the depths of a man's conscience lie exposed before your eyes. Could anything remain hidden in me, even though I did not want to confess it to you? In that case, I would only be hiding you from myself, not myself from you. But now my sighs are sufficient evidence that I am displeased with myself that you are my light and the source of my joy, that you are loved and desired. I am thoroughly ashamed of myself. I have renounced myself and chosen you, recognizing that I can please neither you nor myself unless you enable me to do so. Whoever I may be, Lord, I lie exposed to your scrutiny. I have already told of the profit I gain when I confess to you, And I do not make my confession with bodily words, bodily speech. 
would with the words of my soul and the cry of my mind, which you hear and understand. When I am wicked, my confession to you is an expression of displeasure with myself. But when I do good, it consists in not attributing this goodness to myself. For you, O Lord, bless the just man. But first you justify the wicked. And so I make my confession before you in silence. And yet not in silence. My voice is silent, but my heart cries out. You, Lord, are my judge. For though no one knows a man's innermost self, except a man's own spirit within him, yet there is something in a man which even his own spirit does not know. But you know all of him, for you have made him. As for me, I despise myself in your sight, knowing that I am but dust and ashes. Yet I know something of you that I do not know of myself. True, we see now indistinctly, as in a mirror, but not yet face to face. Therefore, so long as I am in exile from you, I am more present to myself than to you. Yet I do know that you cannot be overcome, while I am uncertain which temptations I can resist and which I cannot. Nevertheless, I have hope, because you are faithful and do not allow us to be tempted beyond our endurance. But along with the temptation, you give us the means to withstand it. I will confess, therefore, what I know of myself, and also what I do not know. The knowledge that I have of myself I possess because you have enlightened me, while the knowledge of myself that I do not yet possess will not be mine until my darkness shall be made as the noonday sun before your face. O Lord, you have probed me and you know me. You, you discern, discern my thoughts from afar. Where will I go from your spirit? Where will I flee from your presence? You, you discern, discern my thoughts from, from afar. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that the course of our world may be directed by your peaceful rule, and that your church may rejoice, untroubled in her devotion, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, March 1st, 2022, Tuesday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it almost sounds like Peter is saying, but Lord, what's in it for us? It's from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Peter began to say to him, Lo, we have left everything and followed you. Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel 
who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands, with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many that are first will be last, and the last first. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, isn't it interesting that when you get rid of unnecessary things, you feel a certain freedom? Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. We have left everything. How often it has been our experience that with wholehearted response to the demands of our Christian vocation, every new act of generosity and practical detachment frees us more and more from a great burden. We become like the soldier who rids himself of excess baggage in order to have greater freedom of movement in battle. In this way, we enjoy a kind of dominion over the things around us in order to serve God better. We are no longer enslaved by them, and we experience joyfully that sense of liberation to which Paul referred. We are in the world as having nothing, and yet possessing everything. Charity more easily finds room in the heart of the Christian who has thus stripped himself of the self's impediments, and with charity he is indeed as one who possesses all things. All are yours, and you are Christ's, and Christ is God's. Peter reminds Jesus that unlike the young man they have just met, they have given up everything for him. Simon has no regrets, but he seems to need the master's reassurance that they have profited by the exchange, that it is worthwhile being with him even though they now own nothing. The apostle shows himself to be very human, but at the same time his question expresses the trust he has in Christ. Jesus was filled with tenderness towards those men who, in spite of their defects, followed him faithfully. Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel, who will not receive a hundredfold, now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions, and in the age to come eternal life. Try to find on earth anyone who repays so generously. Jesus is not to be outdone in generosity, not even a glass of cold water, an alms, a service, any good action given or done for Christ's sake will go unrewarded. Let us be sincere when we examine the level of our detachment, the scale of our poverty. Can we really affirm before God that we have left everything? If we have, Jesus will not fail to confirm us on our own path. How can he forget fidelity that has been shown day after day only for love when he takes account of even the least of our actions? He multiplied loaves and fishes for a multitude that followed him for just a few days, perhaps without much rectitude of intention. What will he not do for those who have left everything to follow him always? If those who follow him need special assistance to keep going, How can Jesus ever forget? 
What can our Father God refuse us if, seeing our lack of means, we ask him for them? If the return of a son who had betrayed him is enough for him to prepare a banquet, what will he have in store for us who have tried to remain always at his side? The words of Christ reassured those who went with him that day on the road to Jerusalem, and those words re-echo for those who throughout the centuries, having given everything to God, seek again in the teaching of our Lord increased firmness of faith and help in self-giving. Christ's promise goes far beyond all the happiness this world can offer, but he wants us to be happy also here on earth. His followers obtain already in this life a joy and peace which far outweigh all human consolation and happiness. And to this joy and peace, which is a foretaste of heaven, we must add eternal happiness when this short life is over. Life is a blink. It lasts only a couple of hours. Our reward is boundless. And even if there were no reward at all but to follow the counsels given us by the Lord, to imitate His majesty in any degree would bring us a recompense immeasurable. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray now with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. I will sing to you, O Lord. I will learn from you the way of perfection. My song is of mercy and justice. I sing to you, O Lord. I will walk in the way of perfection. Oh, when, Lord, will you come? I will walk with blameless heart within my house. I will not set before my eyes whatever is base. I will hate the ways of the crooked. They shall not be my friends. The false-hearted must keep far away. The wicked I disown. The man who slanders his neighbor in secret, I will bring to silence. The man of proud looks and haughty heart, I will never endure. I look to the faithful in the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the way of perfection shall be my friend. No man who practices deceit shall live within my house. No man who utters lies shall stand before my eyes. Morning by morning, I will silence all the wicked in the land, uprooting from the city of the Lord all who do evil. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. So that your people may walk in innocence, you came to us, Lord Jesus, 
and told us to be holy, as your Father is holy. Help your children to love what is truly perfect, so that we may neither speak what is evil nor do what is wrong. Let us stand in your sight and celebrate with you the Father's love and justice. I will will sing sing to you, you, O Lord. I will will learn learn from you the way way of perfection. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. Blessed are you, and praiseworthy, O Lord, the God of our fathers, and glorious forever is your name. For you are just in all you have done. All your deeds are faultless, all your ways right, and all your judgments proper. For we have sinned and transgressed by departing from you, and we have done every kind of evil. For your name's sake, do not deliver us up forever, or make void your covenant. Do not take away your mercy from us, for the sake of Abraham, your beloved, Isaac, your servant, and Israel, your holy one, to whom you promised to multiply their offspring like the stars of heaven or the sand on the shore of the sea. For we are reduced, O Lord, beyond any other nation, brought low everywhere in the world this day because of our sins. We have in our day no prince, prophet, or leader, no holocaust, sacrifice, oblation, or incense, no place to offer first fruits to find favor with you. But with contrite heart and humble spirit, let us be received, as though it were holocausts of rams and bullocks, or thousands of fat lambs. So let our sacrifice be in your presence today as we follow you unreservedly. For those who trust in you cannot be put to shame. And now we follow you with our whole heart. We fear you and we pray to you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, do not withhold your compassion from us. O God, I will sing to you a new song. O God, God, I will will sing sing to you a new song. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my arms for battle, who prepares my hands for war. He is my love, my fortress. He is my stronghold, my savior, my shield, my place of refuge. He brings people under my rule. Lord, what is man that you care for him, mortal man that you keep him in mind, man who is merely a breath, 
whose life fades like a passing shadow. Lower your heavens and come down. Touch the mountains, breathe them in smoke. Flash your lightnings, rout the foe, shoot your arrows and put them to flight. Reach down from heaven and save me. Draw me out of the mighty waters, from the hands of alien foes whose mouths are filled with lies, whose hands are raised in perjury. To you, O God, will I sing a new song. I will play on the ten-stringed harp to you who give kings their victory, who set David, your servant, free. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, God of strength, you gave your Son victory over death. Direct your church's fight against evil in the world. Clothe us with the weapons of light and unite us under the one banner of love, that we may receive our eternal reward after the battle of earthly life. O oh God, God, I will, I will sing, sing to you a new song. A reading from Isaiah All you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, Come, receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Lord, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, Lord listen, listen to my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Dawn finds me watching, crying out for you. All my, All trust, my trust is, is in your promise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, Lord listen, listen to, to my, my cry. All my trust is in your promise. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death 
and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, save us from the hands of all who hate us. To the God who gives us the joy of praising Him this morning, and who strengthens our hope, let us pray. Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Hear Hear us, O Lord, Lord, for the the glory of your name. We thank you, God and Father of Jesus, our Savior, for the knowledge and immortality you have given us through him. Hear Hear us, us, O Lord, for the the glory of your name. Make us humble of heart. Help us to serve one another out of reverence for Christ. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. Pour out your Spirit on us, your servants. Make us sincere in our love for each other. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the glory of your name. You instructed man to labor and to exercise dominion over the earth. May our work honor you and sanctify our brothers and sisters. Hear Hear us, O Lord, for the the glory of your your name. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Increase in us, Lord, the faith you have given us, and bring to a harvest worthy of heaven the praise we offer you at the beginning of this new day. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Pope Francis has asked us to pray and fast for peace in Ukraine, especially tomorrow, Ash Wednesday. May the Queen of Peace preserve the world from the madness of war. Morning Air is coming up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.